I'm Anne. And I'm Lita. And this is Vodka Lemonade Stand. Cheers! Cheers. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. All right. But for, first time in a while, neither of us drinking vodka. No, I had liquor last night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I decided that maybe I didn't want to do that again. Makes I sense. just had the realization, you know, I don't drink more than once a week, yeah. usually. Really, That's ever. honestly smart. Sometimes it's not even, you know, once a week. Sometimes it's even less frequent than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I realized last night, I was like, ooh, two nights in a row. We're getting crazy. It's like college all over again. Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. So I decided, let's not. Meanwhile, I'm finishing off the bottle of wine that <clears throat> I got last night. I got it in the cardboard box because I went to the grocery store mm-hmm. on my way home from work on the bus, and I knew I'd have to carry those bags on the bus. Oh, smart. So I'm like, I'm not going to get glass smart. and drop it all over the bus, just like at the Iowa caucus. <laughs> I'm going to get cardboard because it's easier to carry. For so sure. cardboard, pedestrian friendly, probably easy to recycle. Mm. Glass is also fine. It's plastic that's hard. Did you know there's only like a couple kinds of plastic that you can recycle in I Portland? Didn't know that. And it's the same stuff that you would reuse. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't going to reuse it, you probably also can't recycle it. Mm-hmm. I did. I did, in fact, know that. There yeah. is a concept in this city. Well, I mean, it's known everywhere, but wish cycling. Yeah. Wishful recycling. Like, I, wish, I wish we could recycle this. It's an epidemic. Mm. People are stupid. And also just naive, I well, guess. Well, I don't think the responsibility should be on the consumer. Like, if you're a company that still uses single-use plastic for your packaging, like, you're the problem. Well, but, like, with food safe, like, I think food is the one area mm-hmm. where it's really hard to get removed from single-use plastic because you need things to be food safe. I don't mm. I don't think we're... Th- like, what are you going to put fucking yogurt in? What are you going to put it in? Well, yogurt, you can recycle. The containers. It's like but one if of the you few were, things you can recycle. But if you were completely moving away from single-use plastic. Glass. Glass yogurt containers? Yeah. I mean, I'm into it. I buy everything in glass that I can. Glass is tight. I keep glass jars. Because mm-hmm. I, I tell myself I'm going to go to the co-op. Oh, I'm going to go to yeah. the bulk section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to feel like a swamp witch with all my glass jars full of various <laughs> seeds. I have a jar full of anise seed. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anise seed. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> let's, get, let's get into the podcast. Recycling is hard. Let's get into the podcast. Uh, okay. uh, I, I would love to do that. Okay, let's so do it. today we finished Shadowhunters, and if you've been with us from the beginning, we've been talking about Shadowhunters for a really long time. Yeah. Because uh, I show. originally got Anne into it, again, really long time ago now. So thankful. <laughs> and we hadn't finished this last season yeah i had been putting it off i know that aired back i think it finished in may yeah and we finally just like powered through yeah we watched like six episodes in two weeks the rest of the last season so here we're we're going to report on the show as a whole and a lot of incest man i just i Uh, might as well um, i can't even wait you might as well just get uh, into it um yeah let's just do it let's just go straight straight into shadow hunters so this past (laughs) season was very like jonathan clary heavy and Uh if you haven't been following shadow hunters or our analysis thereof clary is the main character of the show shadow hunters she discovers that she is like uh, a daughter of 
this family of shadow hunters, which are angelic blooded demon hunters yes. uh, across the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but she lives in New York, and there's like a New York center of shadow hunters. Mm-hmm. And so she discovers that that's like kind of her birthright. Um, and there's a whole lot of drama around like her dad being evil and doing weird mm-hmm. experiments with demon blood and angel blood and all mm-hmm. of that. And anyway, the sh- long story short, she has a brother named Jonathan. Uh, who was trapped in the hell dimension uh, under the care of Lilith. Yes, that Lilith (laughs) from, I don't know if it's the Bible or what, but like the biblical Lilith, Mm -hmm. first wife of Adam, demoness. Um, And she like raises him to be evil, clearly, Mm -hmm. because she is evil. Um, And then he comes back to earth, like obsessed with Clary Mm -hmm. and like wanting to be with her and like, when I say with her, <laughs> I mean with her. He straight up tries to kiss her in yeah. one of these last Yeah, and she has to, episodes. like, dodge the kiss. It's fucked up. And be like, you'll always be my brother. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, and, oh my gosh, family is just such an interesting concept on this show because the first person Clary thought was her brother was Jace. Jace, yes. Her Boyfriend. Who, under a weird set of circumstances, was also raised by her evil father, Valentine Morgenstern. But as a stepchild. Yeah, but he had kidnapped him from, like, another Mm -hmm. shadow hunter couple. So they're not actually related. But her dad did raise him. Yes, but they were not raised together, I feel like, is... And yeah, and then he was raised separately from Uh the real Jonathan. Yeah. So the whole thing is very confusing. It's... Jace has had, like, three last names. Yeah. Which seems confusing. Clary has thought like three different people were Jonathan because he was wearing someone else's face for a while. He was. He was cuter before. He was so much cuter. Because he was was taller before. So. And then they made him taller in the last couple of episodes because he was like demon lord of the underworld or whatever. With crazy wings. Yeah. And you could kind of tell they had him standing on a box. Because before he wasn't that much taller than Clary. No. He wasn't. And I think she is like reasonably tall and she wears Oh yeah. She's just like 100 pounds sopping wet. Yeah. and In a leather jacket. If that I said I could I could lift her up uh-huh. and put her on my shoulders and yeah. I haven't even been working out lately. Mm-hmm. She's very small. Yeah, I say this as a small person. She's very small. Yeah, compact. Great eyelashes though. <laughs> Those bottom eyelashes. It's hard not to make them look spidery. Ah, uh, but I think a spidery is coming back. Mm. I think it is mm. slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Like within five years, it will be the standard look. Ugh, that sucks. Okay, well, yeah, you know, we're just. Spider is a confusing eyelash look for me because it was like what everybody was doing to their eyelashes in like 2007, mm-hmm. but none of my magazines that I was reading were telling me to do that. And I was like, Ooh. where, where are all these people learning to do their mascara like this? Like mm. girls life isn't telling me. 17 isn't telling me because those magazines are written in New York and they're like five years ahead of Oregon right. fashion. So I should have been reading 2002 editions of 17 if I wanted to understand what was going on locally. Anyway. Anyway. Shadow hunters. So, oh my gosh, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. Okay, I guess one of the important things to note from this season, something that Mm -hmm. pretty much sets up everything else, is that Lilith is the one who bonds um, Jonathan and Clary. Yeah, she burns a rune onto their skin Mm -hmm. that makes it so when one of them gets hurt, the other one gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so they're connected even more than they normally would be as siblings. Yes, so they can't kill... 
Jonathan. Even if they want to, because he fucking sucks. Because that will kill Clary. And also, there seems to be some sort of proximity thing where when they're closer together, she's more easily influenced by him or something. I didn't get that. There's like one part where she goes on a demon hunt with Jace, and she's like, you keep me sane, you keep me towards the light. But then she gets knocked out by this demon, and all of a sudden she's like full evil. Mm-hmm. And her eyes turn black. And I didn't understand what that was. You know... And that's really... You know, this whole season, it really... Things started to fall apart, even relative to Shadow Hunters. And so I kind of understand why I, I dropped off when I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it was when, like, they went to, like, Paris or whatever. And, yeah, like, yeah, kidnapped yeah. Killary back from Jonathan, who had kidnapped mm-hmm. her or whatever. Right. Uh, I was like, eh, okay. But, you know, we powered through. We powered we, through. We wanted to honor the show and watch it in its entirety. But I can't say that it got a lot better. Yeah. I think it got weirder. And <laughs> I don't mind that. But so, it got weirder. Yeah, if we if we look back on Shadowhunter Season 1 and think of some of the weirdness, I don't know that we would have anticipated ending up where we were but, you know, something's definitely improved for the better. And this was something I was thinking about because Maris, if you remember from mm-hmm. season one. It was Alec, Light, Alec and Isabel Lightwood's mother, Maris. Maris. Who was a shadow hunter, uh, used to be married to the head of the New York Institute. Or she was like co-head of the New York Institute. I think they were like co-heads of the Something Institute. like that. But they had previously been members of the Circle, which was the evil organization led by Clary's dad, Valentine. But they were forgiven by the Clave because, I don't know, there's only like two dozen shadow hunters left or something. And they decided to make them head of the Institute. Anyway, so that's Maris. <laughs> but if you remember, Alec... Alec, um, very handsome, very handsome, very brooding, very in love with his parabatai, mm. Jace. <laughs> yeah. And parabatai means like bonded, literally bonded, like supernaturally bonded warrior brothers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty gay. It's the gayest. <laughs> but at some point, Maris and maybe also her husband, Robert, I can't remember how much he was involved Mm -hmm. but uh basically like set him set alec up in an arranged marriage yeah and they're like you need to get married so you can run the was it to some blonde lady yes it was yeah and they're like appealing to his sense of duty because duty is such a big Uh, duty is important to alec (laughs) important to alec and important to shadow hunters but he was like a mega rule follower um Mm -hmm. he's a bit of a narc he was he was a bit of a he was a bit of a narc, but didn't stop him from making out with Magnus the warlock at his Hot. own motherfucking wedding. Hot in front his of everyone. Own wedding in front of everyone. In front of the angel and everyone. But Maris bounced back. Maybe some of it was getting cheated on by her sack of shit short husband. Yeah, she's like YOLO, no rules. So she she also got her all of her runes taken off. She used to she be got shadow hunter, and then she got her like powers I taken away. Why she got deruned? I don't remember either. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That she doesn't doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> she probably like in real life the actress probably had an allergic reaction to the makeup, and they were like, "We'll just write it into the story. Don't worry about it." <laughs> But it meant that she started dating Luke, and she started living as a mundane, as a human. Yeah, Luke the werewolf at the time. And she bought a an antiquity shop. Yeah, or like a bookstore. Like, inherited it from some, like, half-demon that got murdered yeah. on some sword quest. Mm-hmm. It, like, it, yep. this show, exactly. it's bananas bonkers. Exactly. It reads like fan fiction, but we love fan fiction. But she turns into... she. I think she has the best, like, redemption arc out of... Anyone, she starts out yeah, as this, like, miserable like, homophobic. bitch. And 
super homophobic, and in the end, she's like, I love you, Magnus. I love you. And walks him down the aisle. She oh, walks him down yeah. the aisle. I like that. It was really sweet. The actress is on something else now, so she's like, you know, doing well for herself. Good. She's a hottie. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. She's probably thing. way too young to play somebody's mom. She's probably like 38. You know, this is something that's very easy to look up. Okay, uh, the first the first thing we started with um, was when we started our watching again mm-hmm. was when Magnus gave up his magic. Yeah, Magnus the Beautiful Warlock. Uh-huh. Played by... Harry Shum Jr. From Glee. And was looking at me very pointedly. <laughs> well, I had momentarily forgotten, but I, know, I knew you okay. would remember. Harry Shum Jr. I, you know, you know. I and Crazy Rich Asians. He's going to be in the sequel. He, well, he was in the first yeah, movie. Yeah, he was in, a, like, the credits. Yeah, in a mid-credits scene. Sorry, I'm trying to, like, reorient myself. I feel like he so had his much powers happened. Taken away. He had his powers taken away. He made some deal. But first he traded his apartment. Or did he trade his apartment to get his magic back? Wow, this show is really he, convoluted. Yeah, he so traded sorry, his apartment friends. to get his magic back. Okay, so that must have been what happened. He moves in with Alec at the Institute. Turns out the other Shadowhunters do not love the idea of a downworlder living with them. Yeah. And somebody with demon blood, like a warlock. Someone with demon blood. And he's also, you know, as far as warlocks go, even, he's pretty extra. He was the high warlock. I also like Shadowhunters are kind of homophobic as a community. Oh, they're super homophobic and super, like, straight-laced, just yeah. conventional, yeah. whatever. There's no gender-neutral bathrooms in the Institute. They're you know? 100% you know what are You know no. what I'm trying to say? I, I, I do. But there's a scene early on from when we picked up watching where Magnus and Alec go to get breakfast, and you described it as a Shadowhunters cafeteria scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mean Asian hotties. Uh, sexually active band geeks. Uh-huh. All the good stuff. Because every, everyone stops. It's one of I those... I love a cafeteria scene. I know. I just want, like, a super cut of all the cafeteria scenes from all the teen movies from, like, 1985 until now. High School Musical, baby. That, yep. You know, that goes that goes in there, too. Oh, there we go. Maris Lightwood. We're about to find out how old she is. And she is... Oh, my, oh my God. God. And she's she 38. Did I guess 38? Yes. I'm so good at this. Yeah, no, CW, if you're 38, you're a mom. And it's funny And I'm not even a mom of a child, like a mom of like somebody who's in their 20s. Well, and I'm pretty sure that the actor who plays Alec is 30. Oh, fuck. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Matthew Wait, no, but he's Tatario. such a young boy. Huh? He's such a young boy. But he's He's tall. 32. There's the For six real? year age gap between the two How of them. How old is Harry Ship Jr.? Oh, he's like in his 40s. Well, yeah. <laughs> God, this is what, okay never mind he's 37 but still okay. he's a year younger but i mean than, here's the thing on the show he plays like a 500 year old warlock so i think he's what like is several age thousand even? years yeah. old so okay okay fair um wow that was that was worse than i thought it was gonna be i mean it's the cw baby but it's not the cw it's freeform but still i know wait I know. was freeform previously the cw or were they they were what were they before abc family really oh mm-hmm. what no, see, CW still exists. CW was WB. Freeform okay. was ABC Family. Okay. Yeah. When did it change? Which one? Freeform? Or yeah, CW? I feel like, was that like 2015, 2016? Mm, that sounds about right. It was... They're like the same network. It's like MTV VH1. 2016. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Disney renames ABC Family... 
and hopes Freeform will better reflect its edgier content. It is not, yeah. Well, it's family, family in the or- sense that it has incest. <laughs> Okay, let's just go. Let's just let's just let's just go. Almost all the notes I took had to do with incest. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just it's a troubling trend we've been <laughs> observing. If you've been following this podcast, like it seems to come up a lot, and it's like, I don't know. We are not the problem. We're, We're not the problem. What are all these like LA writers' rooms doing? Like, you know, I feel like I know what their porn history is now, and I'm like, watch it, my friends. Simmer down. Oh, okay. Um, so I wrote incest siblings, dot, 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 and incest mother, son, Lillian kissing Jonathan on the mouth as an adult. Ew. Lilith? Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you well, remember? Lilith or, is a oh, demon. Oh, sorry. I wrote, I meant to write Lilith, autocorrect, turned it into Lillian. Is your name, if your name is Lillian, we think you're a demon. Lilith kissing Jonathan on the mouth. Um, I mean, she's a demon. She's the high feminine demon of the underworld. So she's going to kiss whoever the hell she wants. Including her son. Yeah. <laughs> look that doesn't shock me as much as jonathan wanting to fucking bone fully bone clary sister. they're full-blooded siblings but oh my god i'm defending this what am i doing okay <laughs> <laughs> but i will say like lilith raised him he didn't grow up with clary ever I'm not again. No, I get sorry. it. No, I get I'm it. Sorry. I hear what you're saying. Like, it's still not okay. But she's still a demon. I know. And I feel like demon's gonna deem. Demon's gonna deem. <laughs> wow. They're not like okay. they're not even step siblings, half siblings, like on Elite. Like they're full siblings. They're full they have siblings. the same parents. They have the same parents. And just because he was raised by a demoness doesn't mean that incest is okay. No, I did I I don't think that No, way. I didn't think that you did. But I just <laughs> want to make sure the listeners know that just because we talk about this topic a lot does not mean that we're comfortable with it. No. Are we desensitized to it? Actually no. I don't think we are because because we notice it, and we look at we each do. other with really grossed out faces. Uh, okay, so some other comments that were made um, about incest by us. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> at one point, <clears throat> I think it's, oh my gosh, I think it's the Seely Queen who's like, you're not even a real Morgan yeah, Stern. Yeah, she's like queen of the fairies, half angel, half demon. Mm-hmm. Who used to, well, like, she, like, changes between being a child and, like, a teen girl and, like, a woman. She's been at, played at by, will. like, 17 different actresses. yeah. And Clary, this is when she's, like, under Jonathan and the runes, like, sure. power. Yeah, she's I don't know. A, she goes, she goes full evil. Reason, which is weird. She goes full evil, and she says, I am a proper Morgan Stern after all. We are one, and Ew. like and yeah, drapes and she, like, her hand chest. on him, it, oh, and we were like, so gross. <laughs> and then you said, "Would this be less upsetting? Less upsetting if he was more conventionally attractive?" Yeah. So the thing about the actor that plays <laughs> Jonathan Morgan Stern, Clary's brother, raised by Lilith, is he has very extreme bone structure. So yes. he has a very strong brow, very high cheekbones, mm-hmm. um, beautiful model-like looks. That for translating to the CW, he looks out of place. Like, CW, yeah. well, CW Freeform, both of them, they're equivalent in my mind, clearly, because mm-hmm. I mix them up constantly. Constantly. Um, he's, he sticks out like a sore thumb. Um, I'm not, I would never say he's bad looking, but it feels off. And so for them to be, like, flirty like this and, like, gr- grossed out a little bit. 
But then he dyes his hair blonde for the last couple episodes, and he looks great. When he goes full demon. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go quite that far. Yeah. Well, if you've seen, and I said this, but if you've seen the uh, Dune movie featuring Kyle MacLachlan, directed by David Lynch, uh, he looks like Sting, um, and I think that's a good look. He also has an earring for some reason, which he didn't have for the rest of the season, but I guess if you become like a super demon, Lord of Hell, uh, you get an earring. You're all like gritty. Just one though. Just one earring. Because you have an earring. I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't know, know, man. I just, I don't even, (laughs) I don't even know. This show. Um, Something else I wrote, and I didn't do a very good job of keeping notes in terms of like who said what, but at some point someone says, Jonathan, what happened to you? Maybe that was Clary. And... Anne and I turned to each other and we're like, he's been the same this whole time. I know. He's been you, fucking evil Jonathan, this whole time. No, he's been, he's, he's been a murderous demon evil person since we were introduced to him. Yes. Like, he tried to kill Jace. He tried to kill Izzy. He tried yeah. to kill Alec. Yeah. He would have killed you if he, he wasn't kept, in love with he you. Kept, he took somebody's identity and stuffed their body in a closet. As we were introduced to him. It was like a mad-eye moody kind of fucked up. Also, that guy, the guy that he murdered, um, his cousin, beautiful lesbian. Yes. This show is good because it has canonical gay characters. Many of them. Like front and center. No euphemisms. They're like, we're gay. I'm lesbian as fuck. Let's talk about if we're going to both wear wedding dresses or tuxes to our wedding. I'm like, I love it. I want to see more of it. They're unafraid. It's good. Uh, I think the most um, kind of abstract it got was with Lorenzo and that random shadow hunter, but we'll get there uh, in a little bit. So after they destroy Edom, because that's that's something Edom that happens. Edom is the hell dimension. Hell dimension. Jonathan opens a rift, tries to destroy Alicante, which is like the their uh, I don't know secret city of shadow hunters somewhere in Europe. No one knows. But Jonathan, after he develops wings. For some reason, <laughs> some big dark wings. Not he explained. wields the Morgenstern sword, which used to belong to Lucifer. Like the whole thing is it's bananas. Bonkers. <laughs> the, it is. It is fun the way they like intertwined, like random like, biblical. Why not? At this point, <laughs> why not? Oh god. What do we have to lose? I think like like they, like they knew the show got canceled, and they're like, "Fuck it, let's put it all in." Every post-it we've ever stuck up on the wall is going in the script. Let's do it. And I think, ultimately, I'm not mad. No, I'm I'm 100% not mad either. But Jonathan with wings tries to destroy Alicante Mm -hmm. and opens a rift... Um, with the demon world, out, and there are all these demons, fire, attacking people. They start, you know, setting Alicante the on whole fire. The city is crumbling. Just disaster. Yeah. And Magnus has to go to Edom. To hell. Where his dad is prince. Was. Had been king, prince. I guess. Yeah. But he had thrown his dad into limbo. Lim- yeah, if you, uh, apparently, <laughs> this is news to me, if you send somebody through a magic portal while they're unconscious... They get stuck in limbo, because I guess they can't decide where they're going. Yeah, I think so. Which, because this whole thing is based on shitty Harry Potter fan fiction, <laughs> it's like if you go, <laughs> if you use flu powder, but you don't uh, say out really clearly where you're going, mm-hmm. you get, like, scrambled yeah. or sent to the wrong place. Mm-hmm. So, same same concept. He did that to his dad, Asmodeus. To be mm-hmm. fair, Asmodeus, kind of a piece of shit. I mean, but, like, Loki, very sexy. 
low key the way he talks i'm like oh my god you're I'm just, just like really cheap <laughs> and just like but, great hair but asmodeus made a deal with well, alec that if alec broke up with magnus asmodeus would give magnus his magic back because Which his body magnus's body rejected the, the magic transference from <laughs> the new high warlock of Brooklyn, uh, Lorenzo, Lorenzo Ray, who, uh, oh, like, Magnus gave his apartment to. This all sounds so made up. I know, and then I waited. <laughs> and then I, Magnus I, came back and is like, if you don't give me back my apartment, I'm going to turn you into a lizard. And he's like, I dare you, bitch. Basically, and then he turns him into a lizard. Well, to be fair, Asmodeus turned him into a lizard. I don't think Magnus really knew what was going to happen. If you don't, if you don't give me my apartment back, my dad's going to turn you into a lizard. <laughs> so he's just like cute little chameleon for a couple episodes. For a couple episodes. Um. Anyway, uh, Alicante is being destroyed. Magnus goes to seal the rift. He has to go to Edom. He's stuck in Edom, apparently. Yeah. Even just though Asmodeus very was able bored, to like King of Hell, kind of a deal says bitch well let's get out of my house even though We're there are friends. no walls there's no <laughs> ceiling but get the fuck out of my but house also she has like a full-on castle i don't know uh, yeah it was weird i i don't understand the like power dynamics the politics in, in the realm I don't, of hell I don't yeah understand well you know <laughs> nobody does it's just all dragons and oh god and, orange and like hot people yeah i mean Sure. Why? Why? Why not? But Clary leads a charge. They all go rescue Magnus. Yeah. From Edom. This feels like we're recapping somebody else's D and D game. Yeah. Kinda. It kind of does. <laughs> I keep like losing the thread, and we just watched it. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> this might have been a D and D game that the Shadowhunters writers room had, and then they just wrote it down and then filmed it. Maybe. That's what it feels like. It feels Maybe. like people had to roll for initiative, you know? That's that's very possible. Okay, well, skipping over the stuff that doesn't really matter, after they destroy Edom and rescue Magnus, all of a sudden everyone's just boning. They're yeah, just, like, yeah, all yeah. very there's, delighted. There's a whole story, but I'm where everybody is fucking somebody else. Just everyone. And but also, it's a free form, so they're just waking up in bed together shirtless. Well, yes, okay. Not everything can be Netflix, you know? Not everything can be L.A. Tay. Not everything can be yeah, L.A. Tay, well. which one's coming back later. Don't even worry hey. about it. Hey. Anyway. And Anne says, who's sleeping with Meliorn? A.K.A. Jalapeno Face. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a Seely, like, warrior. He's been since season one. Since season one. Since um, the beginning of season one. When we met one. him in season one, he was sleeping with Izzy, Alex's sister, who is, like, the sexiest shadow hunter and has a rune, like, mm-hmm. splashed across her tits. Yep. That migrates. Yep. Up and down, depending uh-huh. on how conservative the incasion is. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, he, he has a leaf on his face because I guess the Celias kind of have, like, leaf patterns on them because they're fairies. Mm-hmm. But it looks like Alabania. <laughs> <laughs> so we call him Alabania face. Help if you remember again when we talked about the first season of Shadowhunters, we continually refer to the makeup intern. Yeah. Oh man. That makeup intern season one got fully fired. <laughs> they completely redid the way they did um the Angelic Oh god, birds. it was like so low budget. It was 
god, the hair and the makeup, like Clary's hair was some like Ooh. tragic color. And yeah. everyone's makeup was so bad. And it looked like he had a jalapeno on his face. But this season's special effects budget got like mega up. Ten times. Yeah. They had a whole hell dimension. Yeah. They had dragons coming out of the sky. Yeah. They had uh, cannons <laughs> shooting down the dragons coming out of the sky on freeform of all places. So I guess what I'm saying is Disney is really making good use of all that Star Wars money. <laughs> putting, putting it just directly into our <laughs> teen supernatural programming. Oh God, hopefully they they have something to replace Shadowhunters in our hearts. Oh, it, it'll, it's only a matter of time. Eventually. We still haven't watched Cloak and Dagger, which I feel like is our next um, yeah, natural like that, that tracks. Um, place. But another, just, you know, more incest content. Um, at one point, <laughs> Clary and Jace get invitations to Magnus and Alex's wedding. Yeah. It's happening that night. Boom, boom, bang, boom, bang. Because, you know, it's the season finale. We got to rush things along. Well, and if you're a warlock, like, fuck series finale. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah series finale. Yeah, what do you, ooh, oh, oh, let me plan a wedding. Oh, yeah, exactly. I need to order a cake. No. Boom. No, 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 cake no, 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 no. Right Magic. There. Doom. <laughs> no planning ahead needed. <laughs> but Clary is looking at this invitation, and she says, I can't think of a more perfect couple and obviously Jace, because this was written by a 21-year-old intern, yeah. um, says, like, I can think of one. And Anne interjects, you and your brother. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> They're one, Lita. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll always love you as a brother. <sighs> stab, stab, stab. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Whew. But we love it. I mean, we laugh, but we love it. We love this motherfucking show. 100% recommend this show we love to anyone. This show. But just know what you're getting into, is what I'm saying. It's really incesty. Like, we thought Elite, like, Elite was, like, directly, like, this is incest. But this was almost creepier in a way. You know? Because they never it's acknowledged it as incest. such. It's un. It's. <laughs> Just the whole thing. So. Because I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, like, I don't like the Jonathan subplots. I feel like the show no. was stronger before he was a regularly featured character, or when we thought Jace was Jonathan. Or well, what did we think of pre this Jonathan? Jonathan, the like blonde guy. I, thought, I like. I like that. Guy. I mean, that guy was hotter. I he wonder how much that. <laughs> and British, he was taller and he British. Was taller so and yeah, British. He, therefore he was hot. Yeah, um, but he had some, you know, cheat codes basically. Being tall and British. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yes. Um, no, I think I think you're right. I think Jonathan... I don't know what it was. Valentine... Valentine was a good villain. Yeah. He was the uh, king from Rain on... He was this, the king is it, was on, it on the CW? CW. Good job, Anne. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he was like whatever king of France while Mary Queen of Scots was mm-hmm. like engaged to his son. And then he slept with like... Uh, one of her ladies in waiting, yep. McKenna. <laughs> uh. oh, please watch CW's Rain. That show got fucked up. <laughs> I watched the first like half of season one, or maybe I watched all of season one, and then it started getting too mystical for me. Oh where I was like, too much show, nostradamus action. It it went off the rails. And, I was and like, it was loosely on the rails to start with. So going off the rails was pretty on the rail. easy. It was one of those things, kind of like Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah. Where... Baz Luhrmann's Romeo plus Juliet starring Claire Danes and 
Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yes, in fact, yes. I love that movie. It's I might good. watch that movie tonight. Maybe do it. But it it was like a less successful version of that in which they were like, look at this, you know, period drama we've yeah. created. And then we're going to go shopping at Urban Outfitters. Well, and I mean. Anthropology for our costuming. That's very possible. But what I was thinking of specifically was like, and now we're having this like dance scene where we're playing the Lumineers. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second, back it up. Jesus Christ. Back it the fuck up. Okay, anyway. The other funny thing you said, believe me, I wrote them all down, mm. um, was when Clary... I'm your, like, podcast scribe running down all my quips. I got you. Um, but Clary is talking to Jace as her... Oh my god, we didn't even talk about this part. So her mom comes... From... Yeah, Clary's mom, who died in season one or two. Yeah, one of them. I can't remember. Some demon literally tore her heart out. Yep. It was fucked up. So that happened. Yes. But she's sent by an angel to tell Clary to stop creating her own the runes. The angel Raziel. Because at some point she gets the power to create her own runes. Yeah, which are like uh, power sigils. Like you touch the rune and then it's like a spell. Yeah. So she's like yeah. writing new spells instead of enacting the same old five spells that everybody always does Mm -hmm. yes but she's creating runes that like defy the laws of natural order yeah the angels are like i don't think so and first of all i was like how do i know that this is actually a message from the angel and not some weird message that jonathan sent to get her to stop making runes Mm -hmm. um but no it turns out apparently it was like genuinely from the angel because she had to use a homemade rune to kill Jonathan. Yeah. Because he had gotten it. so powerful, he had killed basically all of the shadow hunters in the entire world. Yeah. It was just like Istanbul, Los Angeles, Chicago, Denver, mm-hmm. London. She stopped him for Toronto, but Toronto he would basically too. just show up and with his powers, didn't have to touch anyone, they would just yeah, die. Yeah, shrivels people basically. Um, <clears throat> so she uses a rune. To give herself wings, and somehow the wings killed. I don't know. She Jonathan. hugs him to death. She literally hugs she him to hugs death. She hugs him to death with her with her angel w- wings, big white wings. It, fine. <laughs> Why not? I mean, this show. Like, come on. But they basically said, if you make your own runes again, there will be consequences. So when she's at Alec and Magnus's wedding, her runes start disappearing. Yeah, which are like, yeah, the, the old tattoos. Go zap, zap, zap. Zap, zap, zap. Very slowly. And she leaves Jason out um, because unlike when Maris got deruned, I guess we now better I think, yeah, understand. getting deruned by the Institute and having your runes removed by Shadowhunters is different than getting deruned by an angel, which is like when you just completely lose your angelic power completely. Mm-hmm. And, and all like your memories. Yeah, exactly. And your, pers- your ability to even perceive the supernatural. Yeah. So she ends up just like standing around central park crying for no reason with no memories for the past two years yep pretty much and then i guess she enrolls in art school like she had in the beginning before yeah she discovered the shadow world i think a different art school though i think she was like doing like RISD in the beginning and now she's like mm, but she was still in new york wasn't she i don't remember hmm. anyway uh, what is it what are, if you know about art schools in new york i mean send us a message tufts isn't one but it starts with a t Taft? Who could say? I don't know anything about art school. We're not going to Google it, but if you go to art school, I want to talk to you. That sounds kind of cool. Okay. 
<laughs> my old roommate landlord went to RISD. So nice. I... But that's in Rhode Island, Rhode yes. Island School of Design. Yeah. So that's yes. why I knew I was wrong when yeah. I said RISD. Yes. Yeah. It's all good. Anyway. Um, but then at some point she gains the ability to like perceive Jason. He's like, you can see me. And he runs away and she yeah. follows him and she has she tragic just, They bangs. just recycle the same lines from the first episode when yes. she sees him, which is, you know, that if you got to end a series, you might as well bring it back to the start. Why can she all of a sudden see him no in his knows. ruins? Nobody knows. No we're never going to find out. We're never going because to find out. I'm probably out. not going to read the rest of Cassandra Clare's The no, Mortal Instruments series. <laughs> fuck that bitch. And also, I'm pretty sure the show stopped following the books anyway. I'll read the Wikipedia and I'll report back. Okay. I will not read her trash books. Okay. Okay. Um. So, this is us reflecting on the seasons of Shadowhunters we were blessed with. What a show. Honestly, the show should never have been greenlit, but I'm so glad that it was. Mm-hmm. What a blessing to television, to the LGBTQ community. 100%. To the fanfiction community. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so honored. That's all I got. It, somehow it became something beautiful from being born of the, like, worst content. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how. Cassandra Clare is a plagiarizing piece of shit. Like, she sucks. She mm. straight up sucks. The movie bombed. And J.K. Rowling, also a piece of shit. J.K. So Rowling is also, shit all the way down. also a piece of shit. Cassandra Clare plagiarized from a piece of shit. A movie that got... Let's remember exactly what it got on Rotten Tomatoes. 30. Mortal. Less than 30. No, it was way lower than that. 19%. Of Bones. One moment, please. 14%. But, but I still think that's higher than Vampire Academy, which is not okay. Vampire Academy was fun. Vampire Academy was a blast of a film. Of Bones oh, was just kidding. Fun. 16%. So comparable. Yeah. Uh, but Vampire Academy is way better than Mortal Instruments City of Bones. But anyway. Um, born of unfortunate content, this show became, like, a real pillar of representation, and... Yeah. I... You did what you... You did what you can. You do what you can, and some... I think... I think the TV medium worked a lot better... Yeah. ...than... There's just too much. There's just too much going on. Yeah, and I also like that it wasn't, like, prestige TV. Like, it was like, look, this is freeform. Yeah. We know our audience. Yeah. We know what they want to see. Hot people. And doing spells. We know our pay grade and yeah. like our budget. Mm-hmm. And we're going to just like see what we can do. Makeup intern. Yeah. If you were ever makeup intern for <laughs> Freeform, specifically for the show Shadow Hunters, this might be one where I would actually like pay you money to interview you. I wish that I was still, I mean, I guess I still could. I knew someone in college. I worked with her on multiple film sets who wrote an episode of Shadowhunters. Yeah. Look, we might want to reach out. We might want to reach out. Okay, I'll put it on my list. I'll think about it. Like, even if we could just, like, email them three questions and have them answer and then we Venmo them $15. Like, that sounds like a good transaction to me. Okay. Okay, I'll put it on my list. And I think she wrote, like, a bad episode, too. So... I mean, fine. Look. No, there's nothing... No judgment. No. No judgment. The show, I got so much enjoyment, especially when it didn't make any sense. I... Like, I feel like we're not making a story. I feel like we're, like, it seems like we're criticizing the show while saying, but watch it, though. But, like, <laughs> but like that's how I feel. But that's how, yeah. It's it's a beautiful show that makes watch very it, little sense. But know what it is. Know what it is. Mm-hmm. And appreciate, again, that it so, like, clearly demonstrates the whole purpose of this podcast, 
which is that the content targeted towards the youths is just light years ahead of anything that's coming out of network television. The representation, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Should they have had a thruple at the end? Yeah. I mean, obviously they Look, should have. Look, that's the one thing that wasn't that was represented <laughs> enough is that the polycules on this show could have been more robust. There was triangles, but they needed to, like, you know, be full triangles, not just, like, angles. Again, like, Raphael, Simon, and Izzy mm, should have all been together. He joined the quote-unquote seminary, and I was like, okay, well, if that doesn't last, you know who to call. Also, like, Izzy needs someone hotter than Simon. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, it might just be the vampire makeup doesn't do him any favors. I think his forehead is enormous. Sorry. Sorry. So sorry. I think that's a big problem. I think his one problem is that he's not tall. <laughs> if he was tall, we'd be like, oh my god, Simon's so I don't know hot. that we would, though. I don't know that you we would. You never know until they're tall. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, okay, so the last thing, one, I would just like to say, Maris, what a great redemption arc. I love her. Mm. She's a queen. Anyway, but I'm curious... Who do you identify most with in the Shadow Hunters world? Who is your counterpart? I'm just, I'm just curious. That's a face that you're making right now. Well, yeah, because it's like I, I think I want to be Maya, mm. but I'm probably fucking Simon. <laughs> like I want to be this like badass, like cool bartender with like a hip, like hairstyle and like neat scars and i'm like yeah. werewolf and i end up being boss queen of a werewolf pack but i'm not that i'm mm. this dweeby vampire <laughs> who just stumbles into shit and has cool friends okay so i think yeah okay. that's where i'm at right now okay that's fair okay i have a thought for mine but what do you think mine is before i say my guess i don't know i'm lost you're lost yeah I think I'm a Clary-Alec hybrid. Oh my god. Well, what? Because, like, you'd like, what What parts of Alec are you? My gosh. So, yesterday, Kevin made me take the four tendencies quiz, like Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, which are, if I remember all of them, obliger, upholder, rebel, and questioner, and how we all fall into these four... Oh, it's a new quiz we groupings. all have to take. I mean, we don't have to, but I did. <laughs> I did. Look, I'm an Enneagram type six. Fair enough. Gemini, Virgo rising, Leo moon. <laughs> and I get a different uh, Myers-Briggs every time I take it because of Gemini. Again. Mm, sure. Did you know Tauruses? <laughs> <laughs> when Tauruses take the Myers-Briggs test, they get the same thing every time. No. Because they're Tauruses. I didn't know that. Anyway, this is my unified theory of all personality quizzes. I'm making like a weird diamond shape. It's kind of like Illuminati, but it's a diamond. Um, but please continue about the quiz you took yesterday. Yes, I would love to do that. So these four personality types, tendency types. I got upholder, which is That's the right. kind of person who equally weighs the commitments they make to themselves and the commitments they mm, make to other mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. I see that. And I told Kevin that didn't used to be the case. Mm. I definitely used to be an obliger. You have to learn to do that. Which yeah. is the kind of person who upholds commitments they make to other people and not commitments they make to themselves so that was um a transformation Mm. self-actualization growth growth 
Exactly. Um, and I think I see that, like, I see the compassion and what other aspects of Clary do I see in myself? Definitely the compassion. Great eyelashes. I don't have great eyelashes. Yes, I, have, like, you do. I have like 17 eyelashes left. I think that looks nice. Okay, thank you. Much appreciated. They're long. Okay, okay, thank you. That actually makes me feel better. Eyelashes are kind of an insecurity of mine. Okay. Um, so I think I think the compassion is part of it. I think that there is just a little bit of the like fuck the police kind of Yeah, Clary does say fuck it quite a bit. But like for the right reasons. Yeah, she doesn't say fuck it just to fuck it. She no. says fuck it because it's like, well, this needs to get done and yeah. the rules are keeping me from getting it done, so fuck the rules. So I feel that a little bit, but I also feel the Alec where you're so you've been entrenched in something. For him I think it was more external. I think for mm-hmm. me it was a lot mm-hmm. more internal. Um and you're living by, you know, this way of rules that has been constructed or that you've constructed yourself and all of a sudden you realize like wait a second what is this doing for me though yep. uh so i found that his transformation very relatable yeah, that's a good arc so i think combining those two i'm like i, I feel that and you also strongly appreciate harry shum jr i appreciate harry shum jr i do appreciate what's his face too also the guy who plays Jace, he's... From the Taylor Swift music video, Wildest Dreams. No, not Wildest Dreams. The other one. No, not Wildest Dreams. Um, blah, 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 blah. 1989. Uh, Style. Style. Yes. Go watch the video. And his name is... Oh my god, this is so bad. I mean... This is so bad. What's his what's name? What's he been in lately, you know? Hmm? Just Okay, I'm going to have to look it up. But anyway, he's actually British in real life. That makes sense. So he's hotter. He's still not very tall, though. You know, and that's not everything, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. I am 5'4". I don't care. It doesn't matter that much to me. Personally, his name is Dominic Sherwood, which uh, is a very we British knew that. name. We knew that. We 100% We probably said that. his name 50 times in our last you know, share on 100 Probably. Episode. Anyway, so that would be my That would be mine. Um, is Clary Alec mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you say Simon and I say but you're like Maya Simon. you're like Simon trending Maya okay okay I like that Maya on my best days Simon as the default but like la- like latest season Simon not season one Simon for sure well what? I don't even remember season one Simon season one Simon <laughs> was a joke okay well sometimes <laughs> I feel like a joke so I think I'm gonna say a, a, an average of all of okay. the Simons okay maybe is my default and then yeah i've trended maya sometimes okay okay so you know that's that's shadow hunters i'm not saying it's not gonna come back at some point um but we do love shadow hunters we do recommend it we're gonna reference anytime any one of these actors or actresses or whomever shows up in another um like piece of media we're probably gonna watch it and we're probably gonna talk about i have a reference right now what tell me so (laughs) so if you remember a couple weeks ago there was all this drama with justin timberlake no, I don't. What oh, was the drama? oh my God. And okay, so Justin Timberlake is in a movie, I think, with the actress who plays Maya. Okay. And was paparazzied holding oh, her hand I think at I did a see restaurant. This. 
Oh my god! And it turned and into then, yeah, a fucking we, shit show. We talked show. about this, and I was like, "Oh my god, does Jessica Biel know?" Yeah. And then I fall asleep. Maybe accused Jessica Biel of being an anti-vaxxer. You did. Don't repeat that rumor because I have not verified it, and I don't think it, ultimately that it's true. I think I'm thinking of somebody else. And maybe you're right in that she's friends with an anti-vaxxer. She has anti-vaxxer friends. I feel confident saying that. And unless Jessica Biel herself wants to tell me, like, no, none of my friends are anti-vaxxers. I've actually ended friendships. I've been like, okay, respect it. But until then, in the meantime, I'm gonna. I feel yeah. comfortable in the claim. Jessica Biel has anti-vaxxer friends. Mm-hmm. No, I feel. I feel really solid about that. Um, but what a what a turn of events. I wouldn't have. I I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm like, girl who's playing Maya. What are you doing? Justin Timberlake is like. He's an old man. He's <laughs> such a has been. Like I'm sorry. I don't want to call him a has been, but he's an old man. She's a hottie. Yeah. She's like he's like he's like Adam Levine level like. But let, I think he's even like a little worse than Adam Levine. His last albums were bad. Yeah. I think his last really good album that like shook people to their core clearly was Future Sex Love mm-hmm. Sounds. But that was 2006. That was a long time ago. That was a really long time ago. And he was in that movie with Mila Kunis that I enjoyed. And I was like, look at you acting. You know, do you. But that was also a really long and time ago. And every time now. the Super Bowl comes around, we were reminded that like, that was shitty. <gasps> Can I tell you? Oh my god. My office, like specifically our comms office, mm-hmm. I don't know how it came up. Someone mentioned Justin Timberlake and I was like, what he did to Janet Jackson is unforgivable. And then we went down a rabbit hole and we like watched the performance and my coworkers Susan, at work. Fuck the police. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> to tell you. Um, but... <laughs> My coworker Susan at one point yells, Nipples! Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and uh I at that point I texted Kevin and I was like, Did you just hear Susan shout nipples? And he said, Yes. <laughs> so things are going well. Um But it turned into it turned into a whole thing where I was like, it is unforgivable the fact that her career was ruined and he there were like no negative repercussions for him whatsoever. I I don't think that's Justin Timberlake's fault. I think the whole thing was a huge misjudgment based on, like, the people who designed the choreography of the thing. Sure. And then, like, communication with the network and all of that stuff. Uh, I think they didn't anticipate there being blowback. And then when there was, they are like, okay, we have to throw somebody under the bus. And just the way that patriarchy works, it was Janet Jackson. Yeah. But I still resent the double standard. And also, it's not like he ever really came to her defense. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as I recollect. So, fuck Justin Timberlake. I don't um, but like, I don't know, my conspiracy theory, and hmm. I don't even know if this is a conspiracy, but like, that was a planned part of choreography that everybody signed off on, including the network, and they only backtracked it after backlash. So just have some accountability for decisions you made. We live in a terrible country. Anyway, but then we got into a whole thing about uh, Monica Lewinsky, because if you just set me off about like injustice to a woman, I'm like, Honestly, let's keep going. I would vote for Monica Lewinsky over president, over most of the democratic field today yeah not all of them but not most all of, of them. them most of them if it came down to buddha judge or lewinsky <laughs> i'd be like lewinsky 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 yeah yeah she she's a great like VP. and also she on twitter at least has a really good sense of humor she does. and i'm like wow to go through that much bullshit and like and a, a scale and a scale um even thinkable yeah no one has lived a life like hers no and she Puts on a brave face, at the very least. 
I hope she's doing okay. She triumphed. I think she's doing great. I think she was handed the worst hand. Yeah. She was slut-shamed by an entire country. And but, she like, did- also, like, once you, like, turn 23 and, like, 24, 25, and you understand, like, that's the age she was at that time, you're like, oh, fuck. She got screwed. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. She was wronged. And we would vote for her over people to judge. Fight us on Twitter. Yeah. You will lose. Okay, so we talked about Maya and Justin Timberlake. I guess since we're already talking about incest, I'll just, like, wrap that part up really quick. <laughs> I'm more than ready to wrap up our incest combo. I, I'm, I'm ready. And don't jinx it. It's going to come back. Baby, it's going to come back. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so what I was going to say was I told, I told Anne this earlier, but um, my friend Kevin had never seen the Folgers incest commercial. Mm, yeah, the notorious one, I the had, Christmas one. I had to show him yesterday because I saw this excellent tweet this week where someone was like, if you had told me between Game of Thrones and the Folgers incest commercial... One we would never speak of again, and the other would still be part of our cultural <laughs> consciousness. I would not have correctly guessed which was which. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my I god, don't that's really so profound. Think about Game of Thrones that's so, much so profound. No one talks about Game of Thrones ever. But every time I see folders, I'm like, oh yeah. Incest commercial. It comes up constantly. Okay, not constantly. In our circles, it comes up more so than. You know, it comes whatever. up around the holiday season because they actually do, I think, do they replay that commercial or do we just... I don't know, but it has 2.8 million views on oh YouTube. Oh my god. And there's Folger's incest commercial fan fiction. There's every kind <laughs> of fan fiction. Also, can you... Yes. Um, I'm deciding how much I want to reveal about my state of mind on this Please podcast. do. You know what? I'm pretty frank on this podcast. <laughs> um, can you just let me... Know? Let me know how many fix there are on uh-huh. AO3 about uh-huh. the Bon Appetit test kitchen. Yeah, I would love to do that. I've just been watching a lot of Bon Appetit <gasps> test kitchen lately. 89. What do you, are there like trending tags within that? Um, I can definitely tell you Brad and Claire are the number one ship. <laughs> do you know how many times I've watched that sourdough video? <laughs> No, I they don't. have a they have a video where they make sourdough bread, and I watch it because I'm so confused constantly by how to make sourdough. Lita's been teaching me how to make sourdough, and I watched it again today, and I was like, I don't understand what's happening. So that tracks for me. That's what I would have predicted about Bon Appetit fandom. Can I tell you the most popular fan fiction? I'm okay. This yeah. this fan fiction is called on An Ocean Away from Home. Oh God. Brad and Claire, this trip has barely even started and is already too nostalgic. Trip where? It feels too much like the PR trips they took in the early days when everything was exciting and new and she may or may not have had a substantial and unrequited crush on a certain coworker. Oh or at the time Brad and Claire go on a press trip to Spain and no one can sleep. And there's only one bed. And probably sharing a bed is the tag. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Anyway, Clara Soffitz, based on her ring situation, recently got engaged, like, in November, and she's got a giant fucking rock. Mm. Whereas Brad, like, doesn't wear a ring, but constantly mentions his kids, and also, like, I think his wife one time. Mm. So, that's the situation. I've been paying attention. You have. It's it's a fandom. It's a fandom. Yeah, I'm sure. Look, here's the thing. I don't want to get into it right now, but I'm probably going to write my own fan fiction. I just probably won't publish it. I would like to read it. I'll pro- it'll probably be in the traditional fan fiction form, which is zines. 
that's where fan fiction began, Star Trek zines. So, well, that's where, like, modern fan fiction began. Like, you know, Milton is just Bible fan fiction, probably. Fan fiction's been around for a long time. Look. What is fan fiction? Some of us remember fanfiction.net. Some of us remember LiveJournal. Some of us may have written an academic paper on My Immortal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And done a presentation in front of my Interdigital Media Studies class that I still have taped to my laptop and could probably give again at will. But that's fine. It's really good that Anne and I found each other because, you know, I also essentially wrote Huck Finn fanfiction for Look, um, an assignment. It's just part of our generation. A lot of some of the foremost writers that are, like, within five years of our age started writing fanfiction. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I've written a lot of graphic novels, and they're all like, yeah, these were, like, my fandoms. Like, yeah. I was a super hulak, and I'm like, yeah, you and a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Carmen Maria Machado, I'm pretty sure, was in the Doctor Who fandom. Like, she mm-hmm. wrote a story about it in her recent book in the dream house and she's renowned so it's just how it is it is it's true i mean that's something that's been true for a long time like i remember reading fan fiction way way back in the day on fanfiction.net and they were all like english graduate students yeah like all of them look because you gotta write about something it was an outlet you might as well write about whatever is on your mind star wars characters look (laughs) fan and power Boyfriends. Yes, they are boyfriends. Kylo Ren. Don't say Kylo Ren. Our ex-boyfriends. Uh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, Princess Leia and General Holdo, Laura Dern, girlfriends. Mm, actually, wives. <sighs> oh God. Okay. Whew. Um. In different non-incestuous news, I saw Dear Evan Hansen this week. Oh, like live? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't think they produced like a video version no. of it. So cool. No, I watched it at Keller <laughs> Auditorium. It was even more fucked up than I explained mm. before I had seen it. Mm. Uh, so. I won trivia one time because they played a song from Dear Evan Hansen and we're like, what's this from? And I was like, Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know much about it, but I know that this is what that sounds like mm, fair enough uh yeah so at one point near the end of the show i'm a crier mm. just you know blanket you're can- statement you're cancer i'm a cancer i live in a house of cancers there are four cancers oh my in God. one house i know real? yes i'm for real four cancers one house <laughs> Look, Maggie and I have this, like, Libra Gemini thing that, like, works really well. But, like, can you imagine? <laughs> Four cats. It's a mess! It's a mess! <laughs> uh, but we all understand each other, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, when I saw Wicked many years ago mm. by myself, because my parents didn't want to go, so they just bought me a really nice ticket. Look, that's good. No, it was great. I sat next to some random old people and cried throughout the entire second act, just the whole time, just like steadily Mm -hmm. streaming tears. And I felt the shoe on the other foot this time because... You were an elder surrounded by crying teens? I was an elder surrounded by crying youths oh, like all around me but like but like what kind of use like like obviously theater kid use yes oh my god yeah so the entire row behind me was talking about theater schools yeah before the show and then at intermission they were like oh my gosh i just want to marry the guy who plays connor like i Sweetie. just i just want to marry him sweetie 
Okay. Oh God. And I just, I was like, I feel old. I feel confused. And I realized, and I don't know if it's because I was desensitized because I've listened to the music so much. Like it's my favorite musical soundtrack of all time. And I like did essentially know the storyline. I didn't know quite how fucked up it got, but Mm -hmm. I generally knew it. Um, but the second to last song of the show, literally everyone around me is sobbing. Like I, I don't even know how to describe it, but just, I was surrounded and I realized at one point that I am smiling. (laughs) Like a psychopath. Like a psychopath. That's exactly what I told myself in my head. I was like, Lita, stop smiling. You look like a psychopath. But really I was smiling because I was like, oh my God, all these crying teens. Yeah. Just feeling all their feelings. Uh, So I was like, Lita, stop smiling. So, okay. Yeah. Wow, cool were these teens? Because theater kids ranged from like extremely uncool to like semi cool. These were semi cool theater. Oh my god, semi cool theater yeah. teens! Yeah. What a I blessing! Say. I would say. Wow. I know. I was like, I feel ancient. Like they, they're then when they when they get cast in a show, their parts have names. Their parts have names. Yeah. Probably. Whereas when I was cast in a show, but I was like the frog. Also, I kind of started to doubt one of them because one of them was like, Ugh, if I had known, like. University of Michigan was the theater school like I never would have gone to George Fox and I was like bitch I know that University of Michigan is the theater school what are you smoking that you went to George Fox probably super religious like I mean maybe but I I, not no offense to anybody who goes to George Fox like the people I know from George Fox who understand how kind of a fucked up school it is are really cool Mm. fair enough but I just I found that so odd that in, like I was, I, I say fucked up because they're transphobic. The administration, well, not sure. the students. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and then one of them started naming like all these famous people who had gone through University of Michigan, but they weren't even talking about like Darren Chris, which would have been my first. They were like, <laughs> they're too young for. for well, no, I think they were no, because he's like famous, famous, famous now. He's famous, famous, famous. But <laughs> they were talking about like people who are actually on Broadway like right now. Yeah. They were like, she's the lead in Kiss Me Kate, and this person's doing this, and this person's doing that. And are they? Was, like, was anybody in the Oklahoma that fucks? I do not remember Oklahoma being mentioned, uh-huh. but maybe I blacked it out because. Did you know Oklahoma is like super violent? The musical? Yeah. I have no recollection. People get murdered on stage. Oh, nice. Okay. Sure. I had to look up the Wikipedia because I thought all I knew was, oh, what a beautiful morning. And I thought it was just pastoral. fucking musical. But people get fucking killed. And they fuck. Well, I don't know if they fuck on stage, but they're fuckable on stage. And that's the same thing. I just know the song, Oklahoma. And it is one of those songs that makes me want to punch my face. (laughs) (laughs) So whatever anyway i saw dear ivan hansen it's so fucked up the music is beautiful i didn't like this cast as much as the original cast but that was just inevitable but not necessarily because i like the cast of wicked i saw better than the original cast Mm -hmm. so actually i think i can be somewhat discerning but it was beautiful what a beautiful show youths crying it's very impactful for the teens yeah and it made me feel old wow that's dear ivan hansen um okay finally want to talk about some other shows also, if you want to say anything, you can. Oh, I'm out of things to say. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, <laughs> I recommended Ellie Tay to my friend's mom. Not Baltimore. really. Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think about it. He said she likes Spanish language shows. And I was like, boy, do I have a Spanish language show for her to watch. But I didn't think about it. I didn't think about it until 
later when I was like, oh God. But she liked it. She oh, said, I'm glad she liked she it. She said there was a lot of sex and she wrote yep. the emoji with the big eyes. With the, in the small mouth, like in blushing? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the appropriate emoji for Ellie Tay. But she said that she really liked it and she was excited for season three. So Great. luckily I did not scar someone's mom permanently. Thank God. Uh, but I'm, I can't even imagine my... Look, how do you think people get to be moms? <laughs> I just couldn't say. But it's not like the sex. It's the kind of sex, you know? It's Yeah, it's, it's not something you normally see on... Shows about teens in this country. No. To the level of explicitness. No. And she's French, so I think Oh, well, she's helps. French, then she doesn't give a fuck. Well, I think incest still, even if you're French, you're like, well, slow your roll. Still, though. Things are different in France. Things are a little different. Things are a little different. It did remind me of when I was in high school and I was taking French and we read Madame Bovary and we had a test on Madame Bovary and she asked us to, like, write the continuation of a scene and we were like, wait, this is that's the scene fanfiction. where they go off into the forest assignment. to fuck. <laughs> like, that's the scene. We were in high school. Huh. And we were like, wait. Uh... <laughs> and she just acted like we were being idiots. And she was like, yeah, that's the scene. Yeah, right? What happens? It. And I just... <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, his mom watched Ellie Tay. She liked it. Thank God. Again. Okay, we're going to wrap with our newest segment. I have some TV recommendations, but I'll save them for next time. Um, but we're going to wrap with our newest segment, Ask Vodka Lemonade Stand. Ask us questions. <laughs> I've been studying for this my whole life. I love advice columns. <laughs> Me too. I would open up my Girls Life magazine, flip right to the back where <laughs> people are asking, you know, one, there's a whole segment embarrassing moments which you know is its own kind of thing mm-hmm. and then like oh i need advice on xyz and that's the shit i love yeah i love it to your prudence i love an ask the manager Ooh, i love ask a manager mm-hmm. i had an ask a manager moment that i do not feel comfortable talking about Uh-oh. on the podcast but i will talk to you independently okay sounds good okay so we have we have well we have my test one which is from jonathan morgenstern <laughs> jonathan at demonsforus.com Demonsforus.com. You don't think that would be like a dot uh, .org? No. Dot, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that would be a nonprofit organization. Dot .io? Maybe a dot .net. Dot .net. <laughs> okay. And you don't have to be a nonprofit to have dot .org. You just have to buy the domain. It's 20 bucks. It's unconventional, though. It is true. Like, yeah, you yeah. just you It's assume. like dot .mobi. Like, who, yeah. who buys a dot .mobi? Domain? Yeah. Like... Yeah, I think I think it's Moby a, does. a safe assumption the most of the, most of the time. I love Natalie Portman dot movie. Sing, <laughs> <laughs> got him. Oh god. Okay. Uh, so the message from Jonathan Morgenstern is: My sister doesn't love me the same way I love her. She uh. won't kiss me or let me kill everyone. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so that was my test. <laughs> but we have actual, we yeah, have yeah, actual yeah. advice asked from Look, perturbed male. If your sister won't let you kill everyone. I think you just need to be open about your feelings. <laughs> well, what do you do if your sister and won't respect let... her boundaries? So because not her. everybody like expresses affection in the same way. We all live our own experience, and that thing you have to be open to negotiating. Being kissed on the mouth is a lot. Not all siblings like that. <laughs> okay. Whew, uh, okay. Okay. Perturbed male. Here we go. Perturbed. Perturbed. I'm a 26 year old male in a long term relationship with my girlfriend. 
We've been together for three years. Oh. We're happy together, and Good. I see it going well for the foreseeable future. Okay. My classmate from Spanish class, 31-year-old male, thanks for the details, is a real asshole. Oh, no. But we worked really well together on a group project regarding cultural differences between the U.S. and South America. The assignment was to create a skit from our favorite Spanish media and discuss how, it'd be, how it would be different in U.S. media. Mm -hmm. Long story short, we created a scene about a swim practice at the school's gym, mm. and now I have a strange attraction to him that I can't figure out. Do I bring it up and risk making things awkward, or do I just let it go and keep being friends like nothing's out of the ordinary? He's single, but sleeps around a lot in an unhealthy way. So, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, just to rephrase the question, this is a, you know, fairly young person uh, who has a, maybe perhaps a new friend mm -hmm. that they know in an academic context. So, not quite professional, sure. but not just purely friendship either. Mm -hmm. And based on recent uh, discussions, they kind of are uncovering some attraction that wasn't there before mm -hmm. um but meanwhile it, you know it just doesn't seem like it would be a situation where i'd be like oh go for it what do you have to lose because you have a fair amount of things to lose mm -hmm. you have a relationship that seems to be going well mm -hmm. uh with someone else for three years which mm -hmm. is like great and this person it seems like you don't admire them mm. And I, th I, I, and I'm concerned with what they mean by unhealthy, because sleeping around can actually be quite healthy. It How I'm reading that is maybe like there's a tinge of jealousy there. I don't know that they're actually saying it's unhealthy. I think that is a sort of projection. That's just my interpretation. Yeah, yeah. So my takeaway with this is, you know, notice your attraction for this other person mm -hmm. know that it doesn't mean that you're bad it, you know just mm -hmm. because you're in another relationship like it's very normal to experience attraction no matter who you're with or how long you've been dating them or what their gender is mm -hmm. but it doesn't always have to mean like go for it mm -hmm. you know it could mean that you're understimulated in one area or you're you know starting to notice uh bisexuality that mm -hmm. you may or may not have noticed before mm -hmm. which is exciting oh my god, oh my god baby um so it's not cheating to no. be noticing other people mm -hmm. and you know what, what yeah can <laughs> ask yourself what 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 unhealthy is um mm -hmm. because that seems like a very judgment laden term mm -hmm. and you don't really know anything about I don't know. I don't know how much you know about this person's sex life to judge unhealthiness. Mm. So notice that. And what does that mean for you? Like, is it jealousy? Is it concern? Is it like, oh, I wish all the people you're sleeping with, one of them was me? Mm. And then decide what you want to do about it. But overall, I do really counsel you to be honest with your partner about anything that feels pertinent to their experience sure. like if you want to have an open relationship you can't do that one-sided no that's if you are noticing bisexuality i'd say come to terms with that a little bit yourself and then open up to your partner about it if you have that level of trust mm -hmm. or you want to establish that level of trust but um don't do anything shady no and that's all i got and you know it's kind of unclear to me how the timeline is unclear in this mm -hmm. question i mean beyond the like three-year relationship but, you know, you say that you are in a class with this person and you did this project together. Great. But, like, was that last week? Was that 
you know, like how long have you been thinking about it? Like maybe it's like a blip. Maybe, you know, it's something more significant than that. Mm. And I would be curious also, you say he's single and sleeps around a lot. Is he sleeping with women? Is he sleeping with men? Is he sleeping with both? I think that is worth just, you know, taking a second uh, and see if... Yeah. Observe your feelings non-judgmentally and know you don't have to take action on them right away. Observe your feelings. Be respectful of your partner. And also... I... Okay. So... I'm I'm going a little I'm going a little off track. I don't know why this came up, but this week I've been thinking a lot about the sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Oh my god, if you're in a 6-year relationship with somebody and you're not enjoying it anymore, don't stay with them just because you always pictured yourself ending up with them if you're not happy. No. Dump their ass. This yep. is Anne speaking from personal experience. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we're here to do if you, you know, submit advice on our page on our website i have a three question like intro which is is someone using you as a rebound are you secretly secretly in love with your guitar teacher does your friend's boyfriend <laughs> moonlight as a cage fighter all three of those things have happened to me oh my We're speaking from experience here um yeah her boyfriend was a cage fighter and she thought i was the judgy one it's fine everything's fine uh let's see here anyway um we're speaking from our own experience. Sunk cost fallacy, I mean, it's called a fallacy for a reason, yeah. right? Like, just because you've made an investment doesn't mean that it's worth continuing into the law. Like, I don't know. I just, I just want us to be fair to ourselves. Again, it's that reflection of, like, current Lita slash Anne slash perturbed male does not have the information that past us had yeah you know like you can only work with the information you have with the information you're given you've grown since then it's been three years you're happy you say and maybe you are maybe you are genuinely happy but also three years is a long time and maybe you know you're not the same person you were when you also, were also it takes less than a year to get over a breakup so like if you're gonna break up you should decide depends on the breakup for well, sure yeah, it does really depend on the breakup. Yes. You're never going to get all the way over it, probably, but you will be able to move on within the year. Well, and again, it's just, it all it all depends. It all depends on, we have a lot of societal pressure to be in relationships. I don't really take people at their word when they say they're happy in a relationship, necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm doubting you, again, necessarily, but I think you owe it to yourself to do a little introspection. Maybe journal a little bit. Maybe go to a yoga class. My friend Becca had quite a revelation during a shavasana once. Just be be more open with yourself. See if that changes anything. Yeah. I don't know. Give yourself give yourself space to think about things in a less bounded way. Sure. But don't cheat. Cheating's bad. Don't cheat. It's okay to be sleeping with more than one person at once, but everybody should know that that's what's happening. And be Everyone has to know that that's it. happening yeah. and be okay with it. It's, it's ultimately a safety issue. So, Safety and trust, babe. Yeah. Safety and trust, perturbed male, sir. Okay, thank you, perturbed male. Tell all your friends to submit for advice. <laughs> We're really good at giving it, probably. <laughs> yeah. Secretly in love with your guitar teacher. Man, what a time. Mm. What a time that was. I'd be curious how other people would respond in that in that situation though so let's see you tell me what you did and i'll tell you what i did <laughs> we'll figure out if we did the same sure uh, but we'll 
come back to that. Thank you for sticking with us through this Shadow Hunters extravaganza. Incest extravaganza. So sorry. So, so, so sorry. I'm so not, sorry. We are not titling the episode that I'm just saying right now. Incest extravaganza? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I don't want to come up in that Google search. There's no way. But I will say, so Kevin watched two episodes of Ellie Tay last night. Uh-huh. And I asked him to share a quick review. And he said, the plot is as caked on as the bitchy one's makeup. But for some, some reason, one? I think he's talking about Lou. <laughs> but for some reason, I still liked it. Yeah. So watch Sums Ellie it Tay. Kevin and his mom both like it, mm-hmm. so I don't know what that says, but mm-hmm. I feel like it says something. Submit for advice, please, and yeah. follow us. At Look, Bod- I'm happy to weigh in on any kind of hairy situation. Absolutely. VodkaLemonadeStand.com, we have a link, Ask BLS. At VodkaLemstand, you can DM us. Um, we want to give you advice. You don't have to take the advice. We won't be offended. No. Oh my god, you probably like shouldn't. But <laughs> consider it. It might open your eyes to a different perspective. Yeah. But no, you don't necessarily (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Thank you, friends. We'll be back soon. Cheers. Cheers.